Hey, what's up? It's Justin, and I just wanted to tell you before you listen to this particular episode, I am legend. I would like to personally apologize on behalf of myself. There was a small recording error that made my voice sound uh, like I'm screaming pretty much the entire episode, and uh, I'd like to personally apologize for that. We had a glitch in the Matrix while we... Well, we're not doing the Matrix. It's a still I am legend. But we had a little glitch, and I just wanted to apologize before you listen. You don't have to sit through the whole thing. Uh, I just wanted to let you know ahead before your ears get assaulted. But also, while I have you, you could go to at MoviePropCast and find us on social media. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and on TikTok, and you can find full video episodes on our YouTube channel. Okay, uh, that's all I have to say, so I'm going to shut up now and uh, let you enjoy the episode. Oh, we're recording now. We're using all of our valuable minutes right now. This is it. Do you have a quarter? I don't have any change. By the way, I got a car wash. Uh, this is unrelated, and here we are. Got a car wash, and it was the first time I had actually gone out to get like a car wash, like done, like professionally, other than just like the drive-through. You don't have to get out of your car stuff. I didn't have any cash, and I was like, "How the hell do I tip?" <laughs> and it was so uncomfortable. I wound up walking up to the people, and they were like, "Yeah, we do these things now. They're vouchers." So I was like, "Oh, thank God," because I didn't. Who carries cash anymore? Not me. Anyway, welcome to the movie Propcast. That was how we started it. A uh, very, very real moment uh, in our lives. Uh, Tyler's like, wow, podcast greatness right here. I'm glad to be a part of it. <laughs> I've got nothing. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, we're back and we are diving into the world that, uh, quite frankly, upon rewatching this, I had forgotten a lot of this film. Like, it was weird. I, I, I had seen it a few times, but we're diving into the world of I Am Legend, starring the one and only Will Smith. Totally, you know, it's not, no, no, no coincidence here. I mean, come on. We're just, just happened to be a Will Smith movie. No, no other reason that we're I mean, doing we're, this movie. We're, we're fans of his, that's why. Oh, obviously we're big fans. If you go back, uh, one of our first episodes, Men in Black, obviously uh, that was, that's a, that's a hit as far as props and, and just a film in general. It's humongous. I Am Legend's probably not as popular. Definitely not. I mean, my wife, I told her we were doing this movie, and she was like, nah, I'm not I'm not watching that movie. Uh, yeah, not I, because uh... she hated it, but because there's moments in this film, which I, again, forgot. Not I didn't forget a, a couple of them. I didn't realize there were so many, where you're just sitting there like, damn, this is depressing. <laughs> this oh, is yeah, sad. Yeah. This is uh this is an an act this is it is an action flick but it's also not an act it, like this is a story movie right it was I I gotta figure out let me look let me look at it real quick because I think there was like three categories they described this film as a survival film yes a medical fiction film yes and a disaster film that's what yes. the, that was the three categories this fell under as, as a film and I feel like yeah that's that's pretty much it. That'll, yeah. that'll pretty much sum it up. Yeah, and much like you, I forgot a lot about this movie. Like, at least a lot of the beginning. Like, I didn't realize that this movie... If, if Are you familiar with 28 Days Later? Yes, yes. So, uh, I don't... Oh, something they don't address directly in 28 Days Later is that the movie was... The reason why we have zombies in that movie is because they try to alter... They try to reduce human aggression by using Ebola to transmit this thing that is supposed to reduce human aggression turns people into zombies i didn't realize i am legend starts the movie with literally describing that but not ebola like they tried to use a different virus right well yeah and they were like yeah we're it's they're trying to cure cancer and yeah. and they said that they did it it was successful i don't know how many they said fifty eight thousand or 20 something thousand that many people and it was uh, it was successful every time Turns out a little bit of time passes, and uh, next thing you know, everybody's uh, eating people. So, yeah. Yes, that's, a lot. That's... Millions. Will Smith has a breakdown later on about it. Million. Like, some yeah. die right away, and then some, like, 500 million others just start eating people. <laughs> that, yeah, that really put it, put it into perspective. And before we get into that, real quick, at uh, Movie Propcast on all social medias, yes, I'm going to hammer it over your head. If you haven't followed us, you can find us on Instagram, you can find us on TikTok, you can find us on YouTube, we do full video episodes on our YouTube channel, The Movie Propcast. Hit subscribe, look at our faces, enjoy the view. Much like I do. I mean, I get to look at Tyler every week. It's fantastic. It's it's, it's my, my highlight of my not, week. Not so great. 
I, you know what? I'm not even upset. All right. I didn't even do my hair today. All right. I didn't even do my hair. I think I got this. Look at this. See this? I got a little thing back here. Uh, podcast listeners, you can't really hear or see what's going on, but there's a little lick from a cow back there. Uh, I believe that's what they call it. But back to what we were talking about. You said the breakdown were, it, it was about three quarters of the way into the film. Well, you actually find a, another character for the first time in the film uh, late in the movie because it's Will Smith and a dog for about 80% of the film. And the fact that they can do, they did as much as they did with obviously CGI, uh, a CGI yes. in, a, in a post-apocalyptic New York City. Uh, looking back on it now, 2007, it's hard to kind of criticize computer graphics uh, from back in 2007. Because right from where I'm sitting now in 2022, I'm like, I think that's pretty good, right? For the time. I don't ever remember seeing it back then and being like, that looks bad. I feel like I remember thinking it was good. It was it was good for its time, but can you? How much time have you spent in New York City? Uh, I have been there twice. All right, twice. so I've been there many, many times. I grew up in New York. The idea of being in New York City and hearing cicadas is <laughs> eerie and frightening. Like yeah. there, you you cannot hear. Like there's there is not a point in time through the 24 hours of a day in new york city that you can hear something as delicate or as light as a cicada will smith throughout this movie there's dead silence in manhattan and it's wild yeah it is it's really that was actually really cool and i like movies that do that where it's like you can see recognizable places that are just totally unlike you would ever think like this is a completely abandoned place it's all overrun the tarps over skyscrapers did you see yes. those yes. i didn't notice that the first time that was i was really examining this film and i didn't realize they were quarantining skyscrapers yes. with tarp and i was like man that's I'm, who's the tarp manufacturer because that's that's a lot it's <laughs> like that's I, crazy i couldn't believe like one of the scenes that immediately grabbed me and i write it down is will smith to open this movie is driving a red mustang this man is hunting for deer, drives yeah. through Central Park. Like, you can't drive through Central Park. They tried that in Die Hard with a Vengeance and still almost killed people. Drives through Central Park, park chasing deer with an assault rifle, trying to hunt it's, them down. Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah, just the concept. They smack it over your, like, over your head. They're like, look at this really cool sports car. Look at how fast he can drive in New York City, right? And just do yes. whatever he wants. Yeah. And, yeah, and then all of a sudden it, it culminates... Just stray lions, just lions chilling oh, around the yeah. city. You're like, wait a minute, what is happening? Yeah, That's... like just the zoo opened, and he's he's literally just he's in the wild, but still in New York at the same time. It's crazy, right? What so? What was weird to me, and I and I obviously watching back, I had seen this film before, but I apparently did not analyze it to the to the point where I remembered the main aspects of this film. I didn't realize. I thought he quarantined himself whenever he made his choice to stay in New York, and he said, this is ground zero, I gotta stay. For some reason in my head, up until the point where they where he did that, that breakdown of how much of the world died, I had thought he was consciously there. Maybe I'm thinking, mixing it up with another film where, where the, another person stayed in ground zero while the rest of the world lived outside of it. I don't, I don't know what that is. I feel like there's another film out there that did that. But I thought he did this on purpose, stayed there while the rest of the world kind of existed more. Obviously, a lot of people died, but I thought there was more people existing out there. But I didn't realize it until he really broke it down where I was like, oh, no, that's not this movie. Yeah, no, that was that was very it was a conscious choice, but because he had a mental break. And I think that was just his way of coping with I need to get this done. So he's staying there. Like, I don't think he had any other reason other than the fact that he was slightly insane at that point. Yes. So obviously he has his dog named Sam. His name is Robert Neville. He's an accomplished. Well, I don't even know what his his title was. So he's he's Colonel. They say Colonel at one point, but I'm assuming a Colonel in the science field. So yeah, like, like ranks are given in the military. It doesn't matter what you work in. So he had achieved the rank of Colonel, but his work was in science. He was a scientist. Okay, cool. All right. So yeah, that was obviously he was a high ranking officer in the military. And they, he wound up that whole scene where he just kept flashing back where it was like you, you see him and his family. He's got a wife. He's got a kid. And which, by the way, was Willow Smith. Uh, that was yes. his actual yeah. daughter, which I thought was cool. He does that. He, he did that, obviously, throughout having kids with uh, Willow and Jaden just yeah. popping up in films when they were kids, whenever they needed a kid. I thought that that, that, that was pretty cool. Uh, I didn't I didn't exactly enjoy the outcome uh, of of his daughter in this film, what happened with his family? Which that was, was terrible. I forgot that that had happened. 
So it was actually still a shock to me until the the flash the second to last flashback where he puts right. them in. I was like, oh wait, this doesn't end well. I I yeah. remember it. Yeah. I remember that too. I was like, I it was once you see the helicopter and and then the dog is given up, you're like, yes. oh no, wait a minute. That's why okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah. that's and it doesn't happen again. It was one more flashback that goes back and you see they thought they had enough time. They thought they had enough like 10, 15 minutes, and they did technically get off the ground to get out, but they they shot missiles at the all the bridges connected so, to that. Yeah. Question. Go ahead. Go ahead. When early on she the wife says they're locking down New York City, in my mind and in everything that I know, that means we're barricading off the city cool manhattan's an island you barricade it since when does locking down the city mean blowing up the bridges with people on the bridges so no one can get off and murdering civilians i mean i what locking it down means we're just gonna say no one that's it like this is they said it was ground zero so they're like if we can just stop the spread and keep all of them on you know what i mean obviously new york city i, I from what i hear heavily populated uh from my understanding <laughs> Uh, I don't know. You can do your own research. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's there's millions of people there. But yeah, I mean, if if that is where the virus started, and that's the that's where everybody knows the virus is, I, 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 I don't want to say I understand their reasoning. Maybe not to that degree. Maybe I don't know. Trying to trying to lock it down a little in a more humane fashion. But like you said, like seeing what happens to the people, they probably had already known what is coming. I don't know. You can't make. I, there's no way I'm qualified to make the calls in that situation. <laughs> but I could see the merit to just say there's. We have to make sure there's no one. No one can come off that island. Yeah. And it's hard to say that, but like knowing what happens to those people, yeah, they're going to eat your face. Uh, yeah, I would try to. I would try to lock that down as fast as you can. So before we actually know what happens to the people, like we get a scene where Will Smith is uh, asleep at night with his dog and you just hear noises outside. Yeah. They're asleep in the bathtub. I thought that was a great touch like leading up because we don't know. Like early on in the movie, you don't know. He's just a man alone in New York City. Then he starts barricading his house for some reason. And you're like, why? And then he's laying in a bathtub with his dog and you just hear these feral noises of animals hunting and it, it was it was just nice it was a nice little build-up i actually enjoyed that right i think i think they this movie did a very good job because it is just will smith and his dog in an abandoned new york city for how long you get that yeah. until you actually see what the heck is happening uh, that scene where sam the dog runs into the dark building that it, there's so much tension even the, i even i mean you knew it was coming and i was yeah. still like yo whoa like this is this is done very well, right? I mean, sure, the people did look weird because they are CGI zombie people. Yeah. However, the tension built in that scene with the deer going in there and then Sam, the dog, running after the deer and then you not, like, you seeing blood and you're like, oh, no, the dog's dead, right? Like, yeah, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. And then you see the snout and even then you're like, oh, no, the dog's dead. Oh, wait, no, that's the deer. Like, <laughs> there's yeah. like a sigh of relief where you're like, oh, it's okay. It's the deer. Uh, yeah. Hopefully the dogs are right. In in that uh, same yeah. scene, uh, I realized there's something I like in movies that I didn't know was like a thing I liked. So Will Smith is in that building looking for Sam and he sees like a herd of the vampire zombie things. Yeah. And he's walking and they get a shot of him walking on money. And any other person in that scenario is like <laughs> trying to pick up money and like but money in a post-apocalyptic world means nothing. It's so, meaningless. Like, I love movies where like they show that money just has no value anymore. Like he's walking on thousands of dollars, and it means yeah. nothing to him. Yeah, I, I did. I like. I like that a lot too. Uh, really, I mean, the only thing it would have been used for just making a fire. But exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's all it's good for. And then uh, I didn't really understand what they were doing. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend to understand the infected's uh, mindset during all this, but it was weird to me that there was a light being shined directly at them and none of them, inter like, were they sleeping, huddled so, up? I don't, what, what so, do you think that was going on there? For me, all right, so quick backstory in this, uh, on the movie. The movie is based on a book, I Am Legend. In the book, Robert Neville is the last surviving person in a society where people have become vampires. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so he's try he's going around like murdering vampires. Pretty much, Will Smith isn't really murdering vampires, but Robert Neville in the book murdering vampires. The vampires get him, and they're actually afraid of him the way we're afraid of vampires. So it's called I Am Legend because he is a legend to them. He's the thing that kills vampires and okay. the thing that scares them. So in this movie, I actually like that they didn't outright say that these are vampires, even though it wouldn't have been bad. I just don't think people would have been drawn to the movie because this is two years before Twilight. So vampires don't have that like stigma yet. They're not cool but, yet. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. Uh, like Robert Pattinson. And, uh, but can, yeah. you, can you imagine like the promotion when people are like, Will Smith's in a vampire movie? Like, I yeah. don't think that I don't think that sells as well as what I Am Legend did. So to yeah. me, I... Well, no. No, no, go ahead. I, I'm saying, yeah, I, I didn't even really put together the fact that those could have been vampires because to me, I'm just in zombie mode. And I'm yeah. thinking zombies. But then when you realize that they can't go out in the sun, it's like, oh, wait, that's like a vampire. That's like Vampire 101. Yeah. And I and so in the book, like garlic crosses sunlight, all that. So in this, they just had the sunlight and they like blood. Those are the two things, you know. So it was up to interpretation. But to me, I think they were just sleeping. It was daytime outside. Right. They were just indoors. He was just lucky the first light shine didn't wake them up. Right. So, yeah, upon obviously when you go back and you see uh, Robert Neville's got his his first off, I want to say his bunker. Amazing. Obviously, that was his home. Uh, uh, kudos to him for locking that puppy down and then for for three years not getting caught and 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 exposed like where he's at and and for not even knowing like to to know that they could even remember you know what i mean like that they would even remember where he's at i don't know like it seemed like he just went he just went on the camera right and and said when he we're we're getting all over the place but when he captures one of them yeah. One exposes themselves to the sunlight and he just writes it off. He says like they've lost all human humanity, all like basically human function. And that's that. But to think that they could still remember where you live. I don't know. I don't so, know what the reasoning is there. So to me, like I think in that's in him not going back to his house while it was nighttime. It wasn't so much that they could remember. But like if you get one straggler there then that's just going to draw more of them so i think it wasn't that he thought they could remember it was just that he didn't want any in his vicinity like he probably went through cleared that killed them as long as they don't stumble upon his area he's good new york is big yeah yeah i think I, i think it was more that and i completely like i don't know how him as a scientist could capture one and then another one gets really angry and then comes outside how do you write that off as they aren't acting human? That thing yeah. very clearly wanted what he took back. See, that's that's where you kind of lose me in this film, or where I, I we'll get to it towards the end here. There there was an alternate ending for everybody who watched this on its initial release, and even I think within a year of it actually being released, you got the one we got, uh, where he and I'll just say it. He if you if you've not seen the film, turn it off. What are you doing? Why are you listening to this? Uh, where he just rips a grenade and dives into this, right? He just says, yeah. he gives the cure uh, that he found to the people, uh, I, I forget what their names were, uh, Anna Anna, and Ethan, and says, yes. get in this little cubbyhole, I'm going to go blow up. Uh, and just blows them up, and then they, that's that. But there is an alternative ending that I feel like this film got caught, it, I'm speaking on behalf of the original ending, I feel like it got caught trying to do, like it, they, they had a decision to make, whether they wanted to, to give them the infected people some sort of humanity and and kind of hint at that because they did still do that and then at the end they decided not to like you know what i mean like they did both instead of one or the other and it was like that i think that was the disconnect when this when the original film was released the ending was so disappointing because there were breadcrumbs left that him as a scientist should have picked up on like you just said that uh, the very clearly, like the, the I, I don't know what happens in that scene where they move Fred, the mannequin who's at yeah. the movie store. Somebody yeah. moved him, right? Somebody moved him to that location. He's obviously noti- visibly rattled in that situation. And he's like, what the hell's going on? Somebody's playing a game with me. He finds out who's playing the game. And then he does, there's nothing said about it after. After all that trauma, the dogs attack the dog, unfortunately, okay, this is, we, I don't want to just gloss over this because the dog, Sam, dying in this film, heartbreaking. I yeah, I wrote that. You actually, those are the words off my note. I wrote heartbreaking scene, 
losing Sam. Literally yeah. broke me, and it never gets easy, right? So I swore... I watched the movie Marley and Me before. I don't know if anybody else is listening has ever watched that movie, but Marley and Me, Owen Wilson. Uh, it's a great book. They made a film. I've not seen that, by the way. Okay, I'll tell you, it's it's <laughs> one of the best movies I'll never watch again in my entire life. I won't do okay. it. I just won't put myself through it. Because if you if you ever had a dog, you obviously you see the entire lifespan of this dog, and then you see the end, and you don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. It's incredibly depressing, and I don't want to go through that, uh, but it's a good film. This movie is in that same category. I don't know why I chose this film. I missed Will Smith. I wanted to go back to it. Again, nothing topical in the news about Will Smith. I don't know why that came up. Um, Tongue-in-cheek. And I'll tell you, I, I, I don't know, I'm not going to say I forgot that scene, but as, when it, when it ha- started happening, I'll be honest with you, I, 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 hit the, I hit the skip for like 15 seconds a couple of times. I was like, bang, bang, bang. I, he's still then it, then it was like him just muffling the the fighting of the dog and then i was like bang bang i gotta get out of this i can't it like killed the worst, me. you might have missed it but the worst part afterwards was when he lets go it just flops oh over to the yeah side. no i didn't like, i saw limp. it yeah killed me dude and it's never easy it's never gonna be easy even though i know it's coming i'm like eh. what's funny is the deer that got mauled by the by the infected i'm like oh thank god it wasn't the dog don't care about you little deer because I'm not invested. Sam yeah. is the, the 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 supporting character in this film. The Sam's dog. the last surviving member of the family. Yes, it's so bad, and especially when you remember the context of how they he was bestowed this animal, right? That mm. makes it even worse. So much more. Oh my god, it hurts. It you know what hurts. added another layer to me? Like when I first watched this, and I remember when throughout the whole movie he's calling it Sam, but when it gets hurt, he calls oh, her Samantha, and you realize it's yeah. a female. For some reason, that just added an extra. Like, how did the dog get character development? That doesn't make sense. I like, mean, I mean, <laughs> okay, so the kid probably named it, right? His kid probably yeah. named it Samantha, and then just obviously naturally, you're not going to say all those syllables for a dog. You're going to be like, oh, Sammy, Sammy, Sam, yeah. Sam. Like, that's, but that's just, it. Him saying Samantha for the first time that like made it even worse. The whole it thing. did because it's like it's like uh, when your parent uses your middle name, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh god, <laughs> like okay, yes. it's one of those. Yeah, so that's when you use the full three syllables, Samantha. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, enough about the dog. Uh, so well, yeah, that 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 was what I was saying. Is he? I think he missed a lot of the breadcrumbs that this film was trying to drop. That he should have been like, yeah, th- there should have been a video follow up to be like. Something's happening. Like they that they're they're coming for, like they're upset about something. Obviously, you got to put two and two together, and he didn't do that in this film. The thing is, in his like a weakened state, like he overall, like you could tell his mentality. Other than being analytical, his mentality was fractured this entire movie. Right. So like he loses Sam, and I actually wrote down in my notes like after that he loses sight of his entire goal, like. On a scientist, he loses his dog. He'll get upset, but he continues to work towards the cure. He says, screw that. I'm going to kill as many as I can. Yeah. And just goes on this vengeance suicide mission. And I just thought that someone who already lost his daughter and his wife and decided I'm going to make a cure, the losing of the dog would be another nail, but it shouldn't have closed the coffin. Like that should have upset him, but he would have continued his work. Him just going off the deep end, I I don't know. I'm putting him. I'm putting myself in his shoes. If that happened, I'd be I'd do the same. I would have done the same. I'd have been like, yeah. I'm rolling out at night and we're thumping these things with this. You know what I mean? I would have just yeah. been on a rampage. Just say, I, don't, I don't blame him at all. I don't say, think screw the cure, but I but mean, that's what like he you did. said, I, I that I mean, yeah, I, I I'm telling you, I would I would have I would have probably done the same thing. Obviously, this I that, trying to put yourself in that in his shoes. The dog was the last attachment he had to his family, right? Yes. And it was his family. So it's like, yeah. that's it. You, you, and you just did the calculations in your head that you just told to this, uh, this Anna, whenever she eventually pops up and saves the day on that pier. It's just you, dude. There's, everyone else is dead, right? It, it, as far as he's concerned, it's just him, the dog, and all these infected people. So when you lose the last living creature in your life like i mean i i don't blame him dude i i don't know i don't know that's crazy yeah it is and i there's a lot that they do to like show where his mind is in this movie i thought it was crazy when he goes and he returns the dvd to the uh, video store he doesn't just <laughs> ransack that place and like take all the dvds he wants he sets up a scenario so he can live through a routine 
Right. And I thought that that was really interesting. Like he sets up these mannequins so he could go through and pretend like he has some semblance of life. And that like that makes you think he wants to be sane, but that's a really insane thing to do. Right. I guess on the outside looking in, you're like, that is insane. But like, I honestly like given the scenario, I don't really blame him. Like it, it, it is something it's the last grasp at like humanity like a normal life like it's you're trying to do something to stay sane while you're while you're also trying to do another thing to save the freaking planet like it's yeah ah i don't know there's there's a lot of heavy undertones in this movie and i guess they're overtones because they're like it's literally banging over the head but i don't know i feel like this movie got glossed over because of the reaction to the ending of the film i feel like this movie should have been held on a higher pedestal than, than it really got. and I, yeah. yeah. It was better I, I, than I think it was received. For sure. Even going back and watching it right now. I mean, this is 15 years later, and I, I'm still watching it and, and thinking like this. I wish there was more to this. But with the original ending you got, Will Smith is D-E-A-D. He literally exploded. Uh, yeah. But which leads me to... The alternate ending. And I, and I asked you before we recorded, I was like, hey, just real quick, did you see the alternate ending? I want to make sure we were on the same page. Did you watch it? Because it is available on like YouTube, and you can see the alternate ending to this film that they wound up doing or releasing uh, because of the backlash of the way that the original film ended. And you said that, yeah. Yeah, I did. So the where I watched this movie, it actually gave me the alternate ending first, and I was like... I knew for a fact this was not the ending I originally <laughs> saw. I was very confused. So um, are we going to run it down now? Like, Yeah, yeah. Break, it, okay. break down. So everyone knows, obviously, you already watched this film. What happens at the end is he, he finds the, the cure, he, like the, the I don't want to say cadaver. It's a real person. Like the, yes. the infected lady the that he wound up. Yes, the subject uh, yeah. was being healed, like, was in the process and, and turned around. The BPMs were dropping. It was becoming a normal human being again which is crazy to me because when i again when you think zombies you think these people are deteriorated to beyond repair well they're, not, they're not zombies yeah now they're not <laughs> they're, they're not zombies so no matter what even though yeah they, they exhibit zombie behavior uh but no so he's got the cure he draws the blood he says take this cure and i'm gonna make sure these people these infected here that are just savagely trying to break down the glass uh aren't going to stop anybody so he just takes a grenade blows them up that's that and then, the, and then obviously Anna and Ethan, uh, the kid, show up at the the sanctuary for the last remaining human with the cure. And then you're led to believe that because of Robert Neville's sacrifice and him finding the cure, he did both to get the, you know, to, to do it, that he's now the legend. Yes. Uh, but yeah, and, so that's the and, original. And that, that, it a little upsets me because earlier on he like, he makes a... I pick up on small things because I'm a computer nerd. He makes a point to say that he's saving all of his research on six redundant drives, and then they all just blow up. Like he yeah. doesn't pa he doesn't pass <laughs> his research on at all. Like you're saving on six redundant drives, and then you blow them all up with a grenade. Yeah, so that that upset me. But um, I did not enjoy that. <laughs> the alternate ending. So Neville, uh, Neville, Anna, and Ethan are with the subject behind a plexiglass wall while her boyfriend and his crew are trying to bash their way in. And then they stop. And in a moment of humanity, the the one main vampire draws like a butterfly on the on the window because his girlfriend, the subject, had a butterfly tattoo. Neville hears his daughter say what she said earlier on in the movie, Daddy, it's a butterfly. Right. And he he decides to give up his subject. So he unattaches her. He takes out the cure. She starts to turn back into a vampire. And the main vampire takes his girlfriend back and then they leave. And you're like, oh, so they just made a deal. Neville apologized and everything's cool. And then him and Anna and Ethan decide to take the research and the cure and they just go to pass it on. So, right. so there, to me, there's pros and cons in both of these endings. Like my main con of the original ending is that Neville dies. And I read up on a few things after this because clearly Anna even says there's room for you in here. Get in. So why doesn't he right. jump into that chute, throw the grenade and leave? One, the thing is... He, at this point, has given up. Like, he gave up three years ago. His main purpose was making that cure, and then he was going to probably die no matter what. So he was like, all right, I did my job. I want to be with my family. And then he blows himself up. I get right. it. I just, 
I've never been in his spot to be able to say I would give up on life that easily, but that's, that's just me. Right. Um, and in the second one, the the drawing of the butterfly on the window just felt very Martha to me, if you know what I'm, I'm getting Yeah, at. they didn't have it, to do the drawing of the butterfly. I think they still yes. could have found common ground, and, and, and ex- that thing could have exhibited some sort of humanity instead of like... like all yeah. of a sudden, I'm an. Hey, remember butterflies? Butterflies are cool. Yeah. Like that is kind of weird, but like he could point at the subject. He could be like, yeah. he, like he could do something. But he draws a butterfly, and it really reminds me of Justice or Batman vs Superman, <laughs> where they realize both of their moms' names are Martha, and then they find common ground that way. That yeah. so that other than that, I loved the the alternative ending. Ending. It was just the butterfly that really got me. For sure, I I 100% agree. And again, if you haven't seen this, just it's a quick google search or a youtube search you can see the alternate ending of i am legend and you can be on the same page with us uh and make your decision uh, on on your own i mean if you like the red original one ended and you like seeing will smith explode first off you're disgusting and second off then then so be it that's fine uh but no i do think that the even the world that they made i i think there could have been more if if they they kept the alternative ending as as canon which honestly we'll get to that in a second they might have we don't even know that for sure yet. But if that was officially canon at the time, I think there would have been a sequel. You know what I mean? Or there or a spin-off or something. I think yeah. that would have been okay. But the fact that you killed the main character that we grew to to love and root for, because he's literally the only guy in the movie, it kind of broke that desire for a sequel, right? And it also kind of broke the longevity of this film like i feel like because will smith died at the end everybody's like oh yeah that one right that movie okay yeah sure but had he lived people would have been like oh i am legend y'all that movie was good like yeah and it was good i'll, I'll give it that no matter what ending you chose or what they chose it still to me was a good was a good movie i think it was one really good. uh one thing that i think they would do now if they remake this movie compared to then the cgi of the main vampire the main villain I think they make it look a lot more like some actor, like well, like the uh, Eric Bana Hulk, and then you get the Mark Ruffalo Hulk. Hulk yeah, where he looks a lot more like Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. I feel like that main vampire is like some some actor. There was the, some. I will say there was some proportionate issues when the thing was growling and yelling, where his head became the size of a torso. I, I don't know. It was like, he, he looked yeah. like the mask. He looked like Jim Carrey put the mask on and was like, oh, it was, his face was I, enormous. It reminded me of the mummy, like when he yeah. was not completely human yet, where he was like getting body parts still and he was like <laughs> screaming and stuff. It reminded me a lot of that. Yeah, 100% agree. I, I 100% agree with that. So or the reason why I say, I think this, that they may have decided the alternate ending is officially canon and, and is what happened uh in, at the end of this movie, because on March 4th of 2022, my, my birthday this year. Yes, they did this because of you. OK, specifically for, for me, it was announced that a sequel to the movie. I am legend. This very movie was it, it is it is. I'm not even say was it is currently in development with Will Smith reprising his role as Robert Neville. And he will be he will be joined by Michael B. Jordan both actors will also produce, and the original screen screenplay writer, uh, Avika Goldsman, uh, will be uh, reprising the screenplay writing as well. Which is I not want how so you say bad that. to be in that movie. Like Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan, I want to. I need to be in that movie. I would. It's, I, 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 yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be. I, I mean, obviously, we're we're gonna be looking at it. I don't. I don't know how much of a fan you are of I Am Legend in, in the first place, but I I was a big fan. There's a reason why I picked this film. I think it's really good. And it's, I, I would say underrated. And I think if if they somehow they're going to have to when this one comes out, not show the ending, the alternate ending, or they're going to have to give an explanation and bridge the gap because to a lot of the people who are going to come in and watch this sequel, they're going to be thinking, "Didn't you explode at the end of that film?" Well, because not everybody saw this is going to see the alternative ending. What if they go the flashback route? What if they don't canonize the alternate and then um, Will Smith is just there through flashbacks? Like they that's could entirely have- possible. But you're they saying they're going to find his research in all the rubble of the explosion? Exactly is what I was going to say. They could find his research. His drives will miraculously have been put away somewhere safe. And then they're just reliving his research through flashbacks or through his voice. And yeah. It's, that's entirely possible. And honestly, 
if that's the way they go, it'll probably be easier for the for the main audience to understand. But but yeah, it is going to be weird to be like, how how are they going to explain if he is actually reprising his role to expand on it? You died, bro. You died in the main film. Yes. What's yes. how how are you doing this? And uh, and I'm who knows? They're definitely not going to put his pieces back together from his explosion. They're no. going to have to use the other alternate ending. That's that's the, literally the only way. He was not that uh, kind of doctor. No. Well, even if he imagine he's just in pieces and somehow finds a way to put himself back together and then and then show up to the sanctuary. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we've gone too far there. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> anything else about this film? I know we I, talked about the alternate ending. I will say real quick, the kid from this film, and I didn't even realize it until I went to IMDb, and I was like, oh, my God, that's the kid. Uh, the kid Ethan in this film is Wyatt on the show Ozark on Netflix with Jason Bateman. I had no idea. Uh, and it is kind of crazy that this is back in 2007. This kid is doing work. And in Ozark, he looks relatively young. I thought this was like one of his first gigs in Ozark, but apparently not. This kid was putting in work a long time ago, so that's good for him. Um, I do have uh, two things. Uh, yeah, two. <laughs> okay. uh, so I actually felt like this movie did justice for helicopter noise. We got on Inception about it. Mm. They were they were yelling quite loud and had a hard time hearing each other uh, under the helicopter. I thought you'd enjoy that a little bit more. I I it, it was better. I'll say it was better than the Inception one. However, I still don't believe you can do that, period. Without headphones, I still don't even think you can hold a conversation at point-blank range uh, okay. and exchange information. It'd be very it'd be very close. Like, I don't know. It's much better. Like I said, it's obviously much more realistic, but I, I appreciate you calling that back. Yeah. I, I still don't it. think I still don't think you could have a good you could have that dialogue uh, by so, a helicopter. And uh, another thing I might want to try to do more in these movies is me being having a science background. I might try to break down because he d he says a Ooh. bit of science a bit of science jargon here <laughs> at, that I decided to take time to write down and break down. So for those of you who don't know, I do have a doctorate in physical therapy, and he says a bunch of stuff in here that immediately caught my ear. So just so you know what we're dealing with. So first off, if these are following the books, these are vampires. The reason okay. I'm thinking vampires instead of zombies is what he says later on. So he starts off by saying when he has the subject on the table, he's using six times the normal dose of Dilaudid to keep this thing down. Dilaudid's a heavy sedative. It's a pain uh, painkiller. Six times a normal dose would probably kill a person. This thing is like zonked out, but breathing at a mile a minute on the table. That, that was <laughs> yeah. how he started. Then he said it had a temperature of 106. That was its chilling temperature. We work at like 96 to 99. A temperature of 106 would immediately start organ failure. We're dead. Immediately. Right. That's fair. Immediately dead. Well, I tell you, uh, you know what? Kudos to them, though. 106 honestly doesn't sound that insane for what those doesn't. things were doing, though. Like, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. 106, I was like, they're pretty close. We could get that. We could work with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he goes on to say heart rate is 200. 200 okay. on six times the human amount of Dilaudid. So that means when these things are, like, working and running, their heart rate's probably, like, 250 300 uh. we we sit we sit is 70 to 80 70 to 90 200 is us in a dead sprint dead sprint yeah yeah and even then and, like and even then yeah, yeah, even, yeah. The, even then <laughs> like even then most people don't get up to 200 this thing is resting on a table at 200 that's Impressive. how fast it's yeah a specimen and, a specimen and then <laughs> what else and then just more stuff about how much oxygen it's using. And that's why I think it's a, a vampire, not a zombie. Okay. Is that it's actually using uh, three times the amount of oxygen that a human would have. So you've enlightened me, obviously, throughout this film and, and, and talking about it. I, I was just so set. I mean, I'm a Walking Dead guy. I, you know, I love the zombie. I don't, I'll, I'll say this. I never loved the zombies until I watched Walking Dead. I specifically enjoyed Walking Dead. And I am. <laughs> and I will say people are like, Walking Dead, that show's still going. Uh, yeah. Okay. So they're on the last season. I'm going to see it through people. I'm too invested. So just so everyone knows, uh, yeah, the walking dead, I just, I'm on the zombie train. So when I saw this and saw the way that they were acting, I, I wasn't even putting two and two together that the sunlight and the blood was attract or, you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that I wasn't yeah. even playing. So yeah, I would say for sure. Uh, yeah, they're, they're vampires, more vampires than zombies, which is cool. So yeah, good for the integrity uh, of their husk, because if there were zombies, <laughs> they'd be falling apart. 
<laughs> Which, yeah. no, has anybody ever said that before? You've got no. your husk has good integrity. You're gonna say that on like the day to day at at work or no? No, you're, there's so many freaking doyalisms <laughs> coming out of this thing that I don't even know what's going on. Uh, it's hard to keep up sometimes. <laughs> even myself, I I I, I baffle myself. Uh, but anyway, uh, so anything else? That that's pretty much wrap it up. We should probably get to the draft. I don't yes. think there were a lot of crazy props in this film, so I don't think this draft will be too long. Uh, I did just want to hit on this film because, again, Will Smith, I just want to talk about him. You know, again, not, no particular reason. Just wanted to bring him up again uh, for our podcast. So, all right, let's get to the draft. I will be selecting first. And for people who do not know, uh, this is the part of the podcast where we select props and memorabilia, whatever we can take from this film that will live on forever. Uh, and our, and we pick it in a, in a manner that we have an infinity room full of props. We can fit whatever we want in any size. Uh, but but important props from this film. We love movie props. We love the idea of, of having a part of, of whatever film that we're talking about. Or just owning a piece of a film that you love. I think that's like an amazing thing that would be really cool to do. So we're going to draft, much like fantasy football or any sort of fantasy sports, where I will select and then Tyler will make a selection and we'll go back and forth just picking them off the board. Uh, I think with this movie... There wasn't, a, there wasn't a whole crazy lot, so our baseline is about three picks apiece. So there'll be total six picks made in this in this draft, uh, and I will be kicking it off. I don't know how you felt about this, but, I, I man, it was pretty slim pickings for a lot of this film. And then at the end, I was like, oh, there's a few. Like, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's where yeah. I was at. Uh, all right. So there's there's a couple things that are important to the film, like, as far as just just in, like I said, just importance to the to the plot to the story. I still don't think I'm going to select it though. <laughs> I just I feel like to me, I don't know. I don't know what it, I can't really describe why. But that opening scene when he's running around driving around, like you said, in the Mustang, the red Mustang, and he's hunting a deer. I don't know why. I just think it's crazy to me. I'm taking the gun though, not the vehicle. I'm taking. Whoa! I I'm mean, taking guns... his. I'm taking his rifle. I, I looked it up. It's an M4 carbine rifle. Okay. Uh, i and he uses it throughout the film. So initially, I had wrote it down, and then I was like, "Does he reuse this gun?" I know he uses a few other guns, but I'm just want to make sure if this is one. That's his boo. All right, he takes that thing yeah, everywhere, everywhere, and it saved him a few times. Right? It's well, quite a few times. It, it saved his butt. So. I'm taking the M4 carbine that it is his gun of choice. He obviously has a gun locker. You see it in the film. And I thought that was funny when they busted open that gun locker and he's got the copy of Goodfellas, Goodfellas in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, wait a minute. I, I, I forgot that he makes he made a run to the to the movie store. And I was like, why is that in there? Oh, yeah, he goes back. And he yeah. mentions, I, I made it through the G's. So he's watching like all these movies in alphabetical order. So that's pretty cool. But... That being said, I'm taking his uh, his uh, Roberts rifle uh, M4 carbine. I think that's a really cool piece uh, that he. It's basically his. It's his boo. Other than the dog, I mean, that's his. That's his number one weapon of choice. Is Goodfellas the last movie in the letter G in a video store? I feel like there's got to be more after G. No, that's definitely or not. after that's Goodfellas. No, there's definitely that's definitely not the last one. I think he said made it. Oh uh, yeah, he made it through G's. I don't know. He's getting maybe he's getting yeah. maybe he meant to say. Hey, look, he's talking to mannequins, bro. I don't know if he's gonna be on his game, but yeah, there's definitely <laughs> more movies after game, that. You're trying to spit game at a mannequin. Hey, I mean, he's like, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say hey to her tomorrow. <laughs> he yeah. does it. That was sad though. That, that, that was I, when he finally comes back. Obviously, Sam dies, and he said, I'm, my, "I told my friend, I, oh god, that's another scene that you're like, come on." And, and he's like, please say hi to me. Please oh, say hi. Uh, yeah, all right. Was... Will Smith crushed it in this movie. Uh, he did. Emotionally, action, everything. He carried this film. This move, this film with anybody else is like a five, right? With yeah. him alone, bumps it up about two and a half, you know, maybe three and a half. Like, or, you know what I mean? He, he, he carries this film with his acting performance. Uh, I'll give do him you, that. Do you think 2007 Leo could do this movie? Oh, man. That's, that's a good question. I that's honestly real... think... I think he probably could. I think he yeah. could get there. He, I think he could do a lot of the similar things. I don't know if he's as, as good a crier as Will mm -mm. Smith is. Will Smith Will can is cry, incredible. bro. Oh, my he God. Can, he can tear up. His eyes go red, and you're like, this man is yes. going through it, right? Yes. The him in this and, like, Pursuit of Happiness and, like, oh, my God, dude. He know. Now, I think Will Smith does it better than Leo, but I, that's, a good, that's a good question. I think Leo probably could have done an admirable job. Uh, okay. But Will Smith, I'm glad he did it. 
right, you're up. I'll, I took the M4 carbine. That's that's you where took I'm the, at. You took the M4. I'm going to take something that uh, they did a good job of flashing things that I thought were good props in this. Um, so he's cooking for him and Sam, and he goes to the refrigerator, opens up the refrigerator, and they flash on the screen a Time magazine cover that uh, that has Robert Neville on the front, and it says, Savior? Question mark. I want that Time magazine cover. Wait, was it on the TV or was it real? It was real. It was on, oh. it was on the refrigerator. It was a pinup. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. That's a good yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. I want that. Right. I want that pinup. That's like that's literally could only be from one movie. Like that. I want that. That felt very good. Yeah, that was a subtle jab at me just picking a gun. But thanks a lot. No, I get it. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, all right. Uh, I know. I don't like doing. I, don't, I usually don't like doing that. I don't like taking just like the weapon, right? Because like the weapon could literally be anything, or like displaying that is problematic you know what i mean if somebody comes in and they're like oh guns you're a gun family like you know what i mean like it, it is what it is it's it's a movie prop let me you have to have like the certificate and everything you gotta explain uh but the time magazine with the robert neville i think that's that's a solid pick uh so robert neville's time magazine cover uh that's pretty solid that's pretty solid Thank you. so let Thank me you. Let me go to. I'm not gonna jab the pick like you. I mean, and I feel like I was personally attacked, but it's okay. I've, I j- I've just done this before, you know. Yeah. No, you do this. You do this. <laughs> uh, okay. So there were a few things that I that I. I don't know where I want to go with this. I think I should probably pick something impactful, and I think I might. Well, no, because then I'm gonna be like a freaking artillery unit. I don't want to do that. So never mind. I'm throwing that aside. I, I say you go for it, man. <laughs> no, I don't want to be the the munitions. All right. I think there's that's this is tough too because it, I feel like you could have I don't want to spoil any other picks for you but I'm about to make one right now so I feel like I can say it out loud to make you a little uncomfortable but I feel like you could have opened up an Apple store uh with this film uh yeah, there was a lot of Apple products throughout the film and I'm sure that they I don't know did, at that point was it just cool to have Apple products do you think Apple probably paid to get those in there 2007 that was yeah, like a- iPhone Apple's on its rise yeah cuz because he had the i, the I forgot what they were called. There was the a pod, iPod, the iPod. Thank you. The, I, yeah. My brain just <laughs> melted. Like I was, I was digging for that memory. Oh, yeah. yeah, he had like the original OG iPod. So iPod was on its or Apple was on its rise right now. Yeah, I loved that. That just seeing that iPod, I was like, oh baby, that thing. Yeah, so many memories with those. Uh, but that's not the one I'm picking because that was such a small feature. I want his laboratory if you go into his lab right the computer that was doing all the recording i want i think it was an imac it could be like a gmac i don't know what they were calling it back then but i'm pretty sure it was like the an imac so i want his imac computer which at the time i I believe around 2007 well this is recorded just before that was a pretty that was a pretty futuristic model for for that time so when you saw it in the movies you're like damn that's a nice that's a nice apple computer so i'm gonna take that i'm gonna take his laboratory imac computer and Are you taking I feel like, the uh, the six redundant drives with it? Oh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, it's up to you. I don't want to just claim a whole oh, table's those. worth take, of stuff. Take, those. take, take the those. drives. Okay, yeah, so I want his computer with the drives, the laboratory computer setup. Uh, I will take that and, and be happy with it because again, all his data is on there, and they can't make a sequel without without this prop. So they're gonna have to come back to me, and I want to rent it out to them uh, for the for the next film. So I mean, I'm in I control will. here. I will not jab at you because that was next on my list. For real? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yes. yes. All right. So no, when I said one. Apple Store, you clinched a little bit. You're like, oh, I what are you going with this? I knew, I knew right away. I knew right okay. away. I will say I did write down the iPod, though. I was like, when I saw that first, I was like, ooh, ooh that iPod. But that was strictly <laughs> just personal reasons because I have an attachment. I was like, man, I do miss my iPod. I know a lot of people were Zoom back then. I don't know if you were yeah. a Zooner or not. I was. You, you know what? You're the type. You're I, the type. <laughs> yeah. I, you had Zune when I first met you. I was like, this guy, this guy had a Zune. You can just meet those people. I, you just yeah. know. Yeah. I had a right. Okay. I don't know if that I felt did. like offensive to you in any way, but I just <laughs> felt like I'm not surprised at all that you had a Zune. Okay. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so if we're going things that are uh, impactful, I think something that was pretty impactful, I don't even know how to lead up to this. Uh, I want the eye scanner. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was interesting. I really didn't I want, understand that technology. Um, I didn't either, especially since he scanned once. It came up that she was positive <laughs> for infected. He, she scans again and then negative. That 
how many people were left on that bridge because of a misreading or a false positive? Yeah, it really kind of leads you to believe that, like, which honestly, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, we're out here doing COVID tests. And I mean, we're getting false positives like crazy that that way, too. So it's it's really I'm not shocked at this point, knowing that we've kind of gone through the pandemic. It's like, yeah, I could see that. That that doesn't make any sense. But I didn't even realize whenever they showed it that that's what they were scanning for. Like initially, I was like, they're scanning a database to see who's important enough to make it pass. You know, I I thought it was like one of those. I didn't realize it was a sickness scanner. Yes. Yep. So now that that okay, that makes sense. Yep. So I want that retina scanner. Like you know who really ones. didn't have the, the retinas that would have passed? The lady that was crying blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. She's like, no, just, Ash, just I'm not me. infected. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not she infected. Was... Like, lady, you are oh. literally crying tears of blood right now. Like, there's blood rolling down your eyes. <laughs> I felt so bad. Obviously, we're sitting here laughing, but, like, it was an incredibly depressing scene where she's got her kid and she's like, please just take my kid, which is so sad. Uh, especially as a parent, I'm like, holy crap, that, that that actually really hurts. But she was shooting her shot. I mean, I yes. <laughs> she was shooting her shot. Please, yes. I'm not infected. Ugh. Yeah, she was. She looked more infected than the actual vampires that we saw later, three years later. Uh, yes. Anyway. Okay. I'd like to say, by the way, because Willow, after that, she's like, why can't that little girl come with us? Willow killed it as a child. Like, Oh, she, she was so good. Yeah, she was absolutely killing her lines. Like, she was... I, I was just impressed. I, it didn't feel forced. It, it felt really good. Yeah, 100%. She she was a better actor in this film than Jaden was in that weird sci-fi one with I Will Smith. I knew you were going there. After <laughs> was it Earth, After Earth? Yes. Oh, baby. I mean, arguably, Will Smith wasn't great in that either. That no. accent was... That, that was... film should not have even happened. Uh, no, see, the thing is, the film should have happened. They just could have done better. I, they said I, they phoned it in a bit. I'm just saying, like, that movie gave good, like, I rem- I still sometimes quote, like, uh, danger is real, fear is a choice. Okay, okay, yeah, so you're saying like, there's some good one-liners, like, good yes. motivational quotes. Yeah. Like, Pinterest thanks you for this movie, like, is that what you're telling me? Or no, what was it back in the day? Was it, like, Tumblr? <laughs> yeah, it was Tumblr. Tumblr back in the day. <laughs> some good Tumblr quotes came from After Earth, but as far as, like, cinematic uh, genius, you weren't getting a lot of that there. Uh, no, no. But but yes, I agree with you. Willow, it, she was obviously a kid. Probably the best Will, Will Smith child performance uh, in a film, I think. Pretty good. I mean, that's that's up there, right? I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I would it's say, hard I to mean, look down the list. I mean, there was some other ones. Well, wait a minute. I was going to say Jaden in... Uh, in Karate uh, Kid? Yes, thank you. Yeah, I, I just remembered that. Now I'm like, yeah. okay, maybe I take it back. That Karate Kid was actually pretty good. I, I did enjoy that Karate Kid movie. So, yeah. all right. Sorry. Sorry, Jaden. After Earth, though, you'll never lose that, bro. Sorry. Uh, okay, let's, <laughs> let's move on. Pick number five, my third and final pick. Uh, you just picked the eye scanner, which the, the sickness eye scanner. I don't, I don't know. I guess that's what we're calling it. Uh, you didn't have to throw a sickness. It could just be the eye scanner. Well, I'm right. I, I specifically wrote sickness down because, like you said, I thought when I watched the film that it was scanning for like how important these people are like they were connected to the colonel right you know that's why i was like maybe there was a disconnect it makes the the rescan situation a little more believable where it's like no 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 it's just trust me she's in the system like mm-hmm. but now i'm like oh no it was just doing it wrong uh trying to find the actual illness okay so i have the gun i have the computer i mean everything's pretty much v- Everything pretty much revolves around Robert anyway, right? I, mean, I that's, love that's I of... love around every every time we do this round Stop. pick five, the sigh ah. comes out. Like I might have to make a compilation of yeah, the oil sigh. You could probably go back and just be like, oh jeez. And it's not it's not because I'm 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 disappointed with what's left. I'm disappointed that I have one more pick. And I don't I again, no, I'm not saying that to go I don't want another round. Please don't spontaneously. No. I don't want another round, but but I do think there's still a couple things that are good, and I just don't know which way to lean based off of my other picks that I feel like I just want a nice round. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I just want the proper yeah. room to be to – be, I, I don't want to get another Apple product. No, All right, let's no. be real here. So okay. one is wardrobe. I will say one is wardrobe, and the other – man, I just don't know how it would look. It's so small. I don't know, uh, which is – that's what she said. Okay, so I don't know if I'm allowed to do that on this podcast, right? I think you already did. It's already done. Oh, Ask right. well, the higher ups, yeah, the, oh, yeah, the <laughs> higher ups are going to be on me about that one. Uh, all of our sponsorships have now been dropped. Uh, which, by the way, uh, if you'd like to sponsor us, we're available. We have open slots. 
Uh, okay, so I think I'm just going to go with it. I think it, you picked the Time cover about Robert Neville. I think that's a really cool piece, and, and it, like you said, it's only from this film. I think I'm going to take Robert Neville's lab coat. He's okay. got a white coat. It's got his name on it. It's like totally legit. I think that that might be... He's wearing it, obviously, when he's in the lab because that's what that's what you do. You know, that's the only way people know you're a scientist or a doctor or whatever. You got to have the white coat. I mean, without the white coat, you're nothing. You're a poser. So, which you know, you're right. This is this is all facts. Uh, I can go grab my white coat. No, no, no. wait, no. I don't want you flexing <laughs> on me, man. I'm like that. Like everything I say is is illegitimate. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, you come in I here and do just, that. It's, yeah, no, I don't want. I don't. You can't dunk on me on the podcast. I mean, come on. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wait till the cameras are off. Uh, all right. So yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Robert Neville's laboratory coat, and uh, I feel like that's pretty good. I, I usually I usually kind of shy away from from wardrobe, but again, like this film, it's really just him. So what's what's impactful? He wore a lot of clothing, but I don't think any more is, is as important as his lab coat because you see it when he's I, doing actual work. So I will say that they do have a scene where he has his converse on the uh, on the bed. Ooh. And yeah. I looked at those and I was like, those are pretty good. But that's like really the only shine they get. I wanted I, I for a minute, I thought that this was um, iRobot and I wanted the, <laughs> uh, the black skull cap because I remember him wearing it. But yeah. that was I that was iRobot. So we were I will there. say before we went into this film, we were uh, uh probably a seconds away from going iRobot. It was a fifty fifty throw up, uh and I, I picked I I am legend. I don't know why, I just leaned this way. I think it probably had something to do with the fact that the the announcement of the sequel, um uh yeah, that was really the only tie in. No other tie ins for any particular <laughs> reason. As I keep saying this throughout the entire podcast. Nothing happened with Will Smith, people. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, all right, I'm gonna slap it on over to you uh, for the last pick. You have the sixth <laughs> pick. What? 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 What happened? I'm just <laughs> we're just drafting here. Jeez, was that too? That was too on the on the head there. <laughs> the worst part is it's the second time you did it today. <laughs> I let the first one go. No, I'm gonna do it. It's okay. If you, if you go back to like minute twenty. <laughs> We we tried to gloss over it, but I just if, if you go back to like minute twenty, he throws one in, and I just let it go. But my God, incredible composure by you! But this to go to go an hour deep into the podcast, it just it hits a little better. It hits a little better the second time. Uh, all right, so you have the final pick in the draft. Uh, I just picked the lab coat. You know what's available. Uh, go for it, man. Wrap it up. Let's get out of here. So uh, if we're if we're doing things that Neville wore throughout this movie, I think. Um, there were quite a few things, but one thing that I liked, I'm gonna take a little bit of a, a little bit of what you did in our last movie, The Kingsman. I want mm. Neville's glasses with the camera on them. Ooh, so I wrote that down, and I was like, man, I wish that came with the computer, but I couldn't. I couldn't. That wasn't a full yeah. setup. I feel like yeah. it just definitely was. It yeah, yeah it looked really cool. It looked really yeah. cool doing I, science I stuff. The, I want the glasses with the camera like that. That to me, for some reason, was just really cool. It kind of gave me like, you know, how like in Russia, you always see dash cam, you know, it's like you always have yeah. every, they're just always rolling. Do you think we'll get to a point where doctors just have dash cam on their camera ready to go at any time? So just, just in case, I, I don't know. There's, there's <laughs> no reason that they can't now. Uh, they, they do have some, so like surgeons will have similar things. Oh, right. Yeah. So like, there's no reason like doctors can't now except for like HIPAA violations and stuff. Oh, like yeah, I guess that would be yeah. pretty pretty weird to be like, all right, drop your pants. Oh, wait, my camera's... Yeah. Okay, that would be a bit yeah. much. Never mind. So uh, that, that's probably the, the only reason. Like, they just... You don't record sessions with your patient because that's just crazy. Right. I guess if so, you, you go into a practice and your doctor's rolling video, maybe probably go to another practice. <laughs> yes, yes. That's probably not an actual doctor. Yes. Uh, also, that's a garage. That's a garage in someone's house. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Why would you walk in there? Uh, okay, let me wrap up this draft. We're getting a little slap happy. We got to get the hell out of here. Uh, okay, so first pick in the draft, I pick Robert's uh, M4 carbine rifle, which I keep saying M4. I looked it up, all right? I did the research, so I... I got to keep hammering that home as if I know what that means uh, other than Call of Duty. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> the second pick, you pick Robert Neville's Time Time Magazine cover. Very cool choice. I didn't even have that written down, and I remember seeing it. I don't know why. Earlier on in the movie, I think I was just so caught up in trying to remember everything that happened. I 
just glossed over. I missed a lot of good stuff, I'm sure. I probably should watch it again to just be like, oh, man, I could have got all this. Uh, okay, so my third pick, or well, third pick overall, I picked the uh, Robert Neville. I, I, have to, I don't know why I'm even saying Robert Neville over everything. It's all his crap in this film. <laughs> uh, I'm, pick, I'm taking his iMac computer in his lab. Uh, I feel like that was a good pick. I, I really liked the way those computers looked back in the day. It was cool. And you took, at, at four, you took the eye scanner uh, slash sickness scanner. I had, I had okay. I'm sorry. You said why yeah. you do that? Uh, I just want to clarify for everybody. It was scanning if they were sick or not, because some people like me didn't pick up on that. Uh, and then I picked Robert's lab coat, and then you picked uh, what was it again? One more time. Uh, <laughs> I wrote. I like here it is. Like oh, the glasses. I literally just wrote Roberts. I literally just wrote Roberts, and then I got caught up in in whether or not your doctor should have a camera on him at all times. And now here we are. <laughs> Woo! All right, we are doing oh this. Oh my god, my goodness! Okay, this has been uh, this has been a good time. What, I've had fun. Were, were there other things you had written down, or other ideas that you had? Yes. Remember when I said I didn't want to do a munitions depot? Uh, the yeah. grenade at the end of the film, uh, which may, okay. which again, if this if I didn't know there was going to be a sequel, probably would have picked it. Because, but now that I know that there's a sequel and there's a possibility that that end wasn't real, which also may have made that may actually make it more collectible. Mm, you know yeah. what I mean? Now that I'm thinking of it, maybe it should have. But I didn't pick the grenade, the grenade that he takes in. And then the vial with the cure, yes. that was uh, that was on my list. That was the thing that was a little too small, but I, I thought I wanted the lab coat a little bit better uh, just because it's got the name on it. I thought that looked a little bit cool, but just a little thing of blood. Eh, yeah. I don't know. So there was actually two vials I thought of. There's the the final vial with the, the subject's blood, and then early on he takes a vial of his own blood to use as a, to use as a lure. Right. Uh, that was one thing I thought of. I also thought of the converse on the bed that I mentioned earlier. Yeah, those look pretty sweet. And uh, Fred, the mannequin. Oh. So other than other than the mannequin you spit in game at, Fred, actually, I felt like with its outfit on would have been a good pick with the orange uh, zip-up hoodie. Bullet holes I've, and all. <laughs> yes. I Wait, you like want a post-attack or pre-attack? Uh, pre-attack, pre-attack. Okay, all right, all right. You want to have a friend to talk to. I get it. Yeah, no, that's cool. And uh, my last thing, so another, they actually had another cover. So when he's going into the house and he picks up like the spam and some other stuff, uh, he opens a cabinet and on that cabinet, there's a infected dogs can come out newspaper cover. So there's Mm -hmm. one that shows like a zombie dog and it's like stay inside at night. Like it's one of those like public PSA, public service announcements. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, I can see that. I can see that. Oh, wait, was that it? Was it? I'm cutting you off. Is that was that all? That was it. Okay. So one more I had that I that looked like above his fireplace. There was the Starry Night painting. Uh, you see yes. that? I'm pretty yeah. sure that was up there. That looked that looks pretty cool. And in my head, I was like, Is there? Is there? What museums are in New York? Because he could have literally picked up any pieces he wanted and brought them home. When he's fishing, it looks like he's in the Museum of Modern Art. Um, when yeah. he's fishing for, uh, I think that's the MoMA because I've been there before and I think that's where he was. So my question there is, how are those fish still alive three years later? So who's feeding those things? Like, are they Him. just, no, come on. For three years, he's going to that museum to keep those fish alive? For three years, he's doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't understand how, how those could have, like, I'm just thinking of like in my head, a koi pond, you know, at like yeah. a restaurant. Who's keeping those fish? They're dead. They're going to die. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I agree. And one thing that was not an actual prop that I wanted to bring out, I remember it caused a big stir when this movie came out, like probably bigger than the movie itself. Uh, he's at the end, He not in the end, it's early on in the movie, is leaving Times Square, and it pans up to like do a transition, and you see a Batman versus Superman movie oh, poster. Oh, yeah. And I remember people were like, yo, is this a teaser? Like, is Batman vs. Superman coming out? And people started freaking out because it said, like, release date was, like, 5-5-10 or 5-5-30. I couldn't tell what the date was. Yeah. But Batman vs. Superman ends up coming out. I actually have it written down. Like, uh, 2017. Yeah, twenty like yeah 2016, it looks like. 2016, yeah. yeah. So Which is this- crazy. Yeah, I saw that, too, and I was like, oh, I didn't know those aligned. But then I realized now, yeah. holy crap. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy that they actually so, did. They, I, yeah. I remember yeah. the buzz because I, we were in high school at the time. Like, the buzz about seeing that poster, people thought it was like an insider teaser. They're like, so in his future, we get Batman for Superman, and the logos are pretty similar, too. Like, they're not even that far off. 
So I just wanted to bring that up because that was a yeah. crazy deal. You got to think. I mean, maybe. I mean, it's Warner Brothers, right? So like, you got to think. They probably had those discussions that I mean, maybe that far in advance where they're like, we could get the ball rolling on something. But this is also predating the MCU, so like, they're not. There's not yeah. that like fire burning for a cinematic universe. So. Yeah, I'm sure they always had that idea in their back pocket, but like it is pretty cool to see those little Easter eggs. And there was a lot of other things too in that in the opening scene of this film where they're doing like the news broadcast and the little scrolls going by in the bottom. There were a couple yeah. things like the new the Patriots losing to the Giants or something like that was in there too. So it was like there there was a lot of hints at some things that actually did kind of come true where you're like, hmm, they were onto yeah. something there. A bunch of weirdos. I don't know what they what they were doing <laughs> there. Uh, anyway, yeah, this movie uh, a lot of fun, and I'm definitely curious to see more about how they're going to do this sequel because like you said are they going to just do flashbacks with with robert neville which is entirely possible if the way the original one ended he was like not a god but i mean the fact that they're all going they're they're ideally we're on the trajectory back to a normal existence because of him you got to think that there's going to be a lot of references and a lot of callbacks to him so yeah either way either he's either alive and in it or, or he is is still in pieces somewhere and uh, in, is a hero. In the spirit of the whole point of the movie, I'm gonna believe he's dead because he is a legend. Like that's that's yeah. the whole thing. So this movie probably takes place with him as the legend. Maybe they clone him. All right, they use this, a couple pieces of him. And, um, uh, I think no? that movie already came out. That was Gemini Man. Oh yeah, that's it. Yep, I'm getting my movies mixed <laughs> up. I feel like you could just lump all these Will Smith movies together in time into a same the Will Smith cinematic universe. Uh, yeah. All right, this has been fun. We've gone over our time. We're gonna, we don't get paid overtime oh, here at wait. the movie podcast. I forgot yeah. Will Smith joined our club. And we, I say oh our yeah, club, I mean I mean my club. The uh, the he's a he's a two time view. He's right. He's almost he's gonna catch a Kirsten Dunst. Like he's he's got to. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Kirsten Dunst may be on the horizon, so I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm sure at some point we'll go back to another Will Smith film. I mean, let's be honest. It's freaking Will Smith. But, yeah, I hear what you're I'm saying. I'm saying He's... it right now. At our one-year anniversary, Will Smith is probably our most reviewed actor. Unless yeah. it's a character actor. Unless it's a background character actor who we just don't pay attention to. I have a feeling Will Smith is going to be like our most. It's probably going to be some like silly guy who's just like picks up roles. Right, right, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, we we can't count that. As far as like a star leading actor, it's probably going to be Will Smith. So yeah. that being said, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, thank you for listening to the Movie Propcast. Again, you can find us on social media at Movie Propcast, uh, TikTok, Instagram, and again on YouTube if you want to. Again, take it right to the eye holes. Sometimes you want to just take it to the eyes, uh, and that's the that's the sometimes the better for you. I don't know. Maybe you got a lot of time. You want to put it up on the TV. You want to sit down with some popcorn and watch two heads talk for an hour. You can do that. I maybe maybe I do that. I don't know. I don't really do that. Uh, I don't do that. But if you follow us on social media, though, you can di- you can get digestible clips of this podcast to your face uh, in a, in a smaller manner. Are you good? You good? You need me? I'm yes. gonna get out of here. I'm, I'm <laughs> I, gonna get out of here. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, it's been fun, guys. We'll talk to you next time uh, on the movie podcast. We don't have a theme song on the way out, but yeah, we do. Oh well, not no, no, on no. the way out, but, but well, not okay. when we're recording either. It's very quiet. Uh, but I, I, it all happens in post, so they're gonna get this music right here, uh, and then we're gonna get out now. So let's get out of here. All right, see ya. Later. Lo- love you. Bye. Love you. <laughs> see ya. <laughs>